Hey, Derve Dura. Welcome to this episode of the International Business from Finland podcast with me, Mark Wiltshire, where I take you behind the scenes of my solo enterprise or Toiminimi in Finnish, working with directors and business owners of Finnish companies, sharing your workload so you can focus on growing your business. And apologies if I sound a little croaky. I uh, come down this morning with a bit of a sore throat, but I figured either I record today or potentially I have to wait another week and I don't have a great backlog of uh, episodes to put out, so I need to get this one done. Um, after years of speculation, it's finally been confirmed that Amazon will indeed launch its first website for the Nordic markets with Amazon.se based in Sweden. For over five years now, I've been working with Finnish companies to get their products listed and selling on Amazon marketplaces across Europe. So this seems like the perfect time to share a few key lessons I've learned over the years to ensure that your account setup on Amazon goes as smoothly as possible. The International Business from Finland podcast with Mark Wilkshire. Talking international sales, entrepreneurship, and making connections between Finnish companies, entrepreneurs, and workers migrating to Finland. Before I continue, I just want to be completely clear. I'm going to be talking about Finnish companies selling their own products on Amazon Marketplace. That's the experience that I have. There are many people identifying a gap or niche in the market, sourcing a product and then selling it on Amazon. And that's a completely valid way of making business on Amazon. It's just not my area of expertise. So I'm going to talk about five, five key areas to consider and that you have to deal with uh, to ensure you, you know, things go as smoothly as possible when you're setting up on Amazon. And the first of those is to research the competition on Amazon and assess your potential profitability. When selling on Amazon, there are... The first thing to consider, I guess, is can I make money from this? I mean, that's the whole that's the whole point of selling your products on there. Is it worth your while? And there are several factors you need to consider. One of those will be the costs of selling on Amazon, your production price, shipping costs, and competition. I'm going to go through some of those in a little bit more detail now. The first one is Amazon's costs. So Amazon has several potential costs for marketplace sellers. For everyone selling there, there is the referral fee. This is Amazon's sales commission, basically, taken as a percentage. And in general, it's 15%, although some categories are lower uh, and at certain times there are promotions. But as a, as a round number, 15% is worth using and when you consider retail margins across the nordics can be you know 60% or upwards then 15 is not not so much if you use the fulfillment by amazon service uh, fba then there are other costs to consider as well with fba you ship a quantity of stock for example a pallet into amazon's fulfillment center or fc and 
when a customer places an order, Amazon then handles all the onward logistics to the end consumer, picking, packing, shipping the products out. In this case, there's also a storage fee based on the dimensions of the product, the volume of space it takes in the warehouse, basically, and also the fulfillment fee. This is for the picking, packing and shipping part. And this is based on the weight of the product. Other considerations are, well, what's the alternative to FBA? Um, it's fulfillment by merchant. You, the seller, fulfilling your own orders to the end consumers. In this case, you store the products in your warehouse and you ship individual deliveries when a customer places an order. In this case, the only additional cost is shipping. But of course, from Finland, shipping one part package can be quite expensive. When considering profitability, you need to factor in your production price or the X-Works price from the factory. You also need to understand the competition in each marketplace. Are there competitive products that are much cheaper than yours? Can you afford to compete with these and still achieve a profit margin? It's not essential on Amazon to be the cheapest, especially if your product offers um, better value um, or better features. Before doing anything else, I would recommend researching your competitors to understand the the market price for your for your category and then calculate your product's profitability. I over the last five years or so, I've developed a spreadsheet to calculate all of these different factors and illustrate profitability of your products. So if you're interested in purchasing an illustration for your company, then contact me, Mark wiltshire.tmi at gmail.com or there's links in the in the show notes to contact me even if you do this and then decide not to continue it it will be worthwhile you know spending a few hundred euros now and then deciding not to continue will save you a lot of money and hassle in the long run once you've decided to go ahead with amazon the first thing you must do, register for VAT. In the past couple of years, VAT legislation across Europe has become more strict. Countries are placing more responsibility on Amazon to report and collect the VAT that's been, that's been paid by the consumers. This Amazon is correctly passing on to the marketplace sellers. What this means is that you will not be able to sell on Amazon using FBA until you've registered for VAT in the target market. So for example, if you're putting stock into Amazon's FC in Germany, then you need to register to pay VAT in Germany. This will provide you with a German VAT number and a certificate, and both of these need to be uploaded to Amazon. If you're fulfilling your own orders from Finland, then distance selling rules apply where you need to hit a certain level of sales into each particular marketplace before you need to register for VAT in those in those markets. And just the, the, the kind of key EU markets for, for Amazon, those levels are in France, 35,000 euros. In Germany, 100,000 euros. In Italy, 35,000 euros. The same in Spain, 35,000 euros. And Sweden, as it's now relevant, 
is 3,200 Swedish krona. My recommendation here is make registering for VAT the first thing you do, even before starting your Amazon seller account application, especially if you're planning to use FBA. You can't complete your opening your Amazon seller account without it. Um, and while Amazon does offer a VAT registration service, I would recommend finding an external service provider. There are several companies offering VAT services for e-commerce and they will probably have your registration completed more quickly than using Amazon's own service. That's been my experience over the last couple of years. There's a list in the show notes that will give some examples of the kind of information you'll need to provide um, when you're applying or registering for VAT in another country. It's not a complete list, but it, it's, it will give you a good idea of what they might ask for. For example, photo ID of the legal representative of your company, an extract of the local trade registry, company bank details, the company's articles of association, when the company was formed, they should be provided in English language, and also the certificate of VAT registration uh, here in, in Finland um, that you will need to provide to, to show that, that this is a legitimate company here in, in Finland. Once you've got your VAT registration number, you can think about opening your seller account, but the next section says, be patient when opening your seller account. This stage has caused frustration for many Finnish companies. It is bureaucratic and it requires the company to upload a lot of documents. This is because Amazon needs evidence that you are a real person opening an account on behalf of a legitimate business and that you're not just a, a money laundering operation. Uh, the following will give uh, the following list will give you an example of the information you may need to provide. Again, maybe not an exhaustive list, but you will need a passport scan and proof of address for the company owners or managing director. Again, the official company registration documents, proof of address for the company, for example, utility bill, company bank account details, company credit card, a letter of authorization a template which Amazon provides, but this gives the contact, possibly you, the power to act on behalf of the company in doing work with Amazon. You'll also need to connect to an authenticator app to be able to provide two-factor login protection on your seller account. Um, each of these you will need to do to be able to progress through setting up on Amazon, an Amazon account. Once you have your account open, you'll probably want to apply for Amazon's brand registry. Applying for this not only gives you additional marketing opportunities within Amazon, but it's also a necessity before you can create product listings in certain categories. For example, grocery and food. They want to know the manufacturer has the brand and you have to register that brand before you can even create the product pages. The following list, again, will give examples of the information you'll need to provide. Again, it's not necessarily a complete list and the requirements may change or vary for each company. You need to show your brand name has an active registered trademark. The, and the, the name of your, your registered trademark 
must appear on your products or packaging. You need the trademark registration number provided by the Intellectual Property Office. You need a list of product categories in which your brand should be listed. For example, apparel, sporting goods, electronics, grocery. You need a list of countries where your brand's products are manufactured and distributed and also an image of the logo that appears on your trademark registration. Finally, if you get your account open, you get your products set up, be sure to maintain stock levels and your product availability. On Amazon, sales generate sales. The more you sell, the higher you rank in the search results, the higher you rank in the search results, the more chance you have of getting more orders. And it's a, it's a virtuous cycle. Um, this is why most advisors will tell you to invest in advertising at the start to help gain visibility, orders and a higher search rank. One way to undermine this is to not have a constant supply of stock. If you hit a good run of sales and then you go out of stock, you'll actively undo all your good work. Your product will start to drop down the search results page and your rate of sales will also decline. So be sure to monitor your sales, use Amazon's tools to project your own sales demand and then try to maintain constant availability in Amazon's fulfillment center. So as is usual on podcasts, I'm going to ask you to rate and review this show, but I'll make it easier for you. Head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Wiltshire, where you can leave a review as well as a rating for this podcast. Exactly what you'd expect from a website called Rate This Podcast. Also, if you found this useful, interesting, entertaining, thought-provoking, whatever, feel free to show your appreciation and buy me a coffee. Uh, at buymeacoffee.com slash Wiltshire. I know I'm British, I'm supposed to drink tea, but I've been in Finland so long, I'm literally planning to become a Finn soon-ish. I need your help to feed my coffee addiction, and you can help by filling the pot and pouring me a few cups at buymeacoffee.com slash Wiltshire. If you want to contact me, I mentioned my email address earlier. It's mark.wiltshire.tmi at gmail.com. Your email comes directly to me. Thanks, as always, to Mark from the tremendous Dodo Bones over in the UK who provided the theme music. You'll find a link to their website, dodobones.co.uk, in the show notes. And that's it for now. Until next episode, goodbye and good luck with your Amazon seller account applications. Thanks a lot.